From Toronto, Ontario, that was Dunai from their second CD, Soundscape, and a song called Chiris Pola Shirokia, Across the Wide Field. Itikem Javavam Tempom Rospochale Nasha Pratamu, Vitayovas Vsih Dorihi Radio Suhichina Radio Pratamu Nash Holos, Radio Krinskoho, Korinia, Hovorit Pavina Diaku Yushorishole Perebutizim Noyut Nastupnu Hedenu. Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm your host Pavlina and I'm delighted to have you with me. We've got a great program lined up for you. Uh, we've got lots of music, mostly music in fact, this uh, program, but we've also got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and as promised, plenty of great Ukrainian music. And coming up next is a group from Saskatchewan. Uh, their uh, name is Tutitam, which translates as here and there. And actually, that kind of describes them because they're not really all in Saskatchewan. They're scattered all across the country, but they still call Saskatchewan their home base. So we refer to Tutti Thomas from Saskatchewan. And here they are from their first CD, which is untitled, and another song about a field. This one was unplowed. Cheyes to Polichko. Since 1963, the Shochenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage to benefit all Canadians. By the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shochenko Foundation has been funding fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. Our Legacy, Your Tomorrow is the Shochenko Foundation's first major capital fundraising campaign and listeners of this program are encouraged to support the Foundation's efforts to increase funding for artists, organizations, and initiatives in education, cultural heritage, and community development. You can make a lasting impact on the community by helping the Foundation's Our Legacy, Your Tomorrow campaign meet its fundraising goal of $20 million. 
offer donation options, visit OurLegacyYourTomorrow.com. For more information about the programs supported by the Foundation, visit ShevchenkoFoundation.ca. Order your tickets today for Canada's National Ukrainian Festival August Long Weekend in Dauphin, Manitoba. For over 50 years, CNUF has showcased the very best in Ukrainian culture through music, food, and of course, incredible dancing. Get your early bird weekend passes right now for only $85. Your weekend pass is your passport to a full weekend of activities and live ongoing entertainment. Canada's National Ukrainian Festival August Long Weekend in Dauphin, Manitoba. For more information, see cnuf.ca.
that was the Euphoria Band from Edmonton from their newly released CD and a song called Vesnyanka, which translates as Spring Song. And before them, the Tadastrik Sisters from Winnipeg, Manitoba, from their most recent CD, Domelo Yizu Sirichi, Till We Meet Again. And that song was Oyupoli Krenichenka, another song about a field. And this one is about a well in the field. And of course, both the Euphoria Band and the Tadastrik Sisters will be performing at Canada's National Ukrainian Festival, which is taking place in Dauphin next weekend. And there will be lots of great stuff. They'll be joined by great uh, performers and lots to do over the weekend. It's just a jam-packed, exciting place to be. Lots of fun. There's entertainment uh, not only on the grandstand, which is in the uh, 10,000-person open-air amphitheater, there will also be four different stages uh, located throughout the Selaw, which is the village 10 miles or so south of Dauphin, where most of the things are going to be happening. Things like traditional clay ovens, baking fresh bread, a heritage, agricultural heritage club. So there will be uh, antique farm machinery on, um, in, on display and in operation, including a threshing demo. And also there will be a Ukrainian heritage village, which will be open for viewing and for touring. There will be traditional hosts and hostesses in authentic Ukrainian costumes. There's a traditional Cossack camp. And uh, there's, oh, just so many different things. Uh, there's uh, competitions, best campsite, best borscht, um, cultural displays, activities, demos, uh, beer gardens, uh, lots of Ukrainian food, of course, and uh, souvenir shops, vendors, fireworks on Saturday night. And, of course, there's the uh, the, the parade uh, from downtown Dauphin, in downtown Dauphin uh, on Saturday morning. And a street fair, Zabavas in the street, focus all over the place. So it's just a lot of fun. So make sure if you uh, can to take it in. It's just great fun. And one of the things that um, you may find is maybe tailgate parties, which many years ago was how I discovered uh, a band uh, in at Dauphin just playing their music. And I uh, went up and struck up a conversation, picked up one of their CDs, and uh, here's a song for them from that CD. They are called UB. They're from Edmonton as well. And here they are with a tune that uh, starts out a little bit slow, but you'll need your dancing boots uh, once it gets going. Here is UB from Edmonton with a Chaban. <laughs> Ich 
that was Trimbita from Edmonton and a song called Hey Kumea, which translates as Hey Godparents or Fellow Godparents. And as my friend, the late Orisha Trash, was very fond of saying, when you're Ukrainian, everyone's Kumea. And um, further to that, here is Melania, also from Edmonton, from their CD Bracha, and a song about Kumea with a little bit of a contemporary country twist. Oh, 
was Mickey and Bunny carrying on with that country theme. And unfortunately, Mickey is no longer with us, but Bunny still is. And uh, you might catch her at Dolphins National Ukrainian Festival. Of course, they've had many, uh, many performances there over the years and decades that they were together and very popular. Uh, either on the grandstand or, or out and about somewhere. Uh, you might also see the Ukrainian old-timers and uh, who knows who else that you might recognize from here on Nasholis. This is CHMB AM 1320, Vancouver. You're listening to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio on AM 1320CHMB, Vancouver. I'm your host, Pavlina. And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now. Brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Peter Baeger. In 19th century Ukraine, Jewish boys were being spirited away from their families to serve the Tsar. Hasidism was sweeping Jewish practice from Kiev and Chernobyl through Central Europe, and a Jewish girl became a controversial but charismatic Jewish leader. Hannah Rachel, born Hannah Rachel Webermacher, was the only independent female Rebbe in the 300-year history of the Hasidic movement. Known as the Maiden of Ludmir, she has jokingly been called the second most famous virgin in Jewish history. But to the people of her time, and even long after her death, Hannah Rahel was no joking matter. She severely challenged the social and religious order of her time. Her leadership was based not on dynastic authority, but on the original Hasidic tradition of charisma. Furthermore, she did not ask for money or promote herself. Little is actually known of Hannah Rochel. Only four of her teachings are recorded, and she wrote nothing of herself. The first scholarly study of her life was published in 1909, some 30 years after she died. Even that was based on hagiography, folk tales, and legends. Considerable poetic license has been taken to fictionalize her life. She is the subject of four novels, two plays, and is an important character in Isaac B. Singer's novel Shosha and Ansky's play The Dibbuk. In 2003, a definitive scholarly biography of her life was finally published, written by Nathaniel Deutsch, professor of literature and history at the University of California, Santa Cruz. Hannah Rahel Verbermacher was born in about 1806 in the shtetl of Volodymyr, Volinia. Also called Ludmer, it is one of the oldest settlements in Ukraine. Located in an area of shifting borders, at the time it was part of the Russian Empire. Ludmer is also one of the earliest Jewish settlements in Ukraine. Jews first appeared and settled in Ludmer in 1171. By 1786, the town was an important Hasidic center. Hanarchel was the only child of wealthy merchants who were pious Hasidic Jews. Unlike other children, she preferred studying to playing and begged to learn the Torah. To her father's dismay, she became an outstanding student and child prodigy. It is believed she received her religious calling at age 12 when she had a fainting spell and visitation while at her mother's grave. She went on to gain fame as a scholar and holy woman able to perform miracles. When she was 19, her father died and she inherited his fortune. She built herself a house of study, which soon became a house of worship and a place of teaching, where she gave lessons and blessings. Her followers were mainly women and craftsmen, common Jews. Hannah Rahel had no aspirations to become a female rabbi, and never tried to encroach or challenge male leaders. She just loved the Torah and her faith. She dispensed her wisdom while remaining in seclusion a common practice among Hasidic tzitzitim at the time. She dressed modestly, as was considered proper for Jewish women. But she was also doing things not done by other women at that time, and which are still not done by Hasidic women. Also, 
Unlike other holy Hasidic women, she was not attached to a man. So it was only a matter of time before her activity generated a furor. That a woman had taken on a male role was distasteful to male leaders who considered her body merely a vessel for a male soul. In addition, there was professional envy. One story tells of a male rebbe, supported by wealthy residents in Lublin, upset that many poor women left him to follow Hannah Rachel. In her late twenties, Hannah succumbed to relentless pressure to marry. The next day, for reasons unknown, she dissolved the marriage, and for the next three decades disappeared from the public eye. In about 1860, she moved to Jerusalem in Ottoman Palestine and re-established herself as a holy woman. Her small group of followers, which included Arab women, came on Shabbat afternoons to hear her read from the Torah. Often she accompanied groups of women to Rachel's tomb for prayer. She died in relative obscurity in about 1888. In 2004, on the 22nd of Tammuz, or June 11th, a memorial stone was unveiled on the Mount of Olives to mark the gravesite of Hannah Rehel Wevermacher, which had been recently discovered by Nathaniel Deutsch. In her day, the word, quote, maiden, unquote, was a pejorative epithet foisted on Hannah Rachel by her detractors. To a degree, the stigma remains. In 2004, the city of Jerusalem decided to name a street after the maiden of Ludmir, Hannah Rachel Webermacher. Orthodox Jews were outraged. Rather than maiden, the Hebrew word used in the street name translates as virgin, taboo for Orthodox Jews to use in public. A compromise was struck, but a street has yet to be assigned. Amongst non-Orthodox Jews, her moniker is a non-issue. Some revere her as the first Hasidic feminist, and she has even become a cult figure for LGBTQ Jews who assume an affinity with her unusual position in the society of her day. Hannah Rachel is a complex role model for the 21st century. She was a leader of women, and not in the shadow of a male figure, thanks to her independent wealth. She defied social norms of her day, yet remained within the limits of piety. To this day, Hannah Rahel's transgressive behavior, which challenged traditional Jewish views of gender and sexuality, continues to inspire debate and, sometimes, censorship within the Jewish community. As for Ukrainians, legend has it that people in Ukraine, including non-Jews, mourned her loss after she left, and long after she died. This has been Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. From San Francisco, I'm Peter Baker. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com. the Ukrainian culture, music, food, and dancing at Canada's National Ukrainian Festival August 3rd to 5th, Dauphin, Manitoba. Your early bird weekend pass is only $85. Day passes and camping passes are also available. Purchase your tickets online at cnuf.ca.
From Winnipeg, Manitoba, that was Slew High from their CD, Pounding Back the Polkas, and Oitaduna Kolomeka. Up next, uh, more Winnipeggers. This is the female beat, and here they are with a May Day Retreat.
And that was Jaden Chornaboy with the By Request Band, uh, which has also been featured many times at Canada's National Ukrainian Festival at two great acclaim. They are very popular, especially with some uh, locals here in Nanaimo, where I live. A couple of really, really big fans of that group, which hails from Steinbeck, not too far from Winnipeg. And uh, there also have been groups from the local area, not Vancouver Island, but from the Fraser Valley. And um, they have also been featured at Canada's National Ukrainian Festival. They are called the Ukrainian Prairie Band, featuring Gladys Andreas, a good friend of mine uh, who has been instrumental on the uh, Ukrainian folk scene here in BC on the West Coast. And here they are now with a song from uh, their most recent CD, Traditional Ukrainian Dance Favorites, and Traditional Ukrainian Folk Song, Ishumet Ihudea, The Wind Blows. Coming up this week in Vancouver's Ukrainian community. Next Friday, enjoy a pierogi supper at the Holy Trinity Ukrainian Orthodox Auditorium, 154 East 10th Avenue in Vancouver, from 5 till 8 p.m. For details, call Holy Trinity Ukrainian Orthodox Parish at 604-274-8030 or visit their website, uocvancouver.com. Nash Holos airs in international syndication on PCJ Radio International, broadcasting to over 20 countries on AM, FM, shortwave, and satellite radio. On Wednesdays, catch Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio, broadcasting live from Nanaimo to North and Central Vancouver Island, the Gulf Islands, the Sunshine Coast, Northwest Washington State, and in the Greater Vancouver Listening Area. Join me, Paulina, for the first hour in English, and Oksana Poparajnik for the second hour in Ukrainian. That's Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Time on CHLY 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. And at 6 p.m. Saturday evenings, flip your dial right back here to AM 1320 CH Vancouver or catch the live stream at am1320.com. And join me, Pavlina, for another hour of fun on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Please send dedications, requests, and suggestions to producer at nashholos.com. Your comments are always welcome. In between broadcasts, follow Nash Holos on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog. And for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds, and more, visit our website at www.nashholos.com.
From Winnipeg, that was the Ukrainian old-timers with the Haymakers Polka, and before them, Anatoly Rudenko and the Folklore Ensemble Kiev with another song about Kumea. You've been listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio, our flagship show in Vancouver, which comes to you Saturdays from 6 to 7 p.m. here on AM 1320 CHMB on the radio dial and online at am1320.com. If you miss the live radio transmissions of the show, you can get the podcast later. Just visit our website where you can subscribe to the podcast feed or download the links. And that's www.nasholos.com. There's also a link there to our Patreon site, and I hope you'll consider following and engaging with me there, as well as supporting the show. Incidentally, you can also support the show at no cost through the Amazon links found at the Nash Holos website. Again, that's www.nasholos.com. I love to hear from you, so please send in your suggestions, dedications, and requests. Your comments are always welcome. Nežal mi je skinčila našu programu, vše často domovi skazati do pobačenja, ali pred tem jo hoću zalašiti vas takime slovami mudrostja. Ne tak vono zaužde buvaje, jak ljudena sobi plane, vkladaje. And our proverb of the week translates as events do not always happen according to one's plans. 
Well, our time is just about up. So to take us to the end of our program, we have Romco from Alberta with Canada's National Colomaca. I'm Paulina on behalf of all of us here at Nash Holos and AM 1320. Thanks for listening and Dobranich. Hey, Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.